What's up, everybody? Jay Miller here. This is The Pitch Show. This is the first episode of the new season. I'm super stoked. Uh, we've got a new format. We're going to be talking about that a little bit. Welcome, everybody that's watching over on YouTube. Uh, if you like this, be sure to subscribe um, and give it a thumbs up and all that good stuff. But for those on the podcast, we're not going anywhere. We're still here. Um, thank you so much for the last six years now. I think it's been six years, maybe seven. I don't remember anymore. But we're going strong. And of course, as always, there's going to be a new format. Um, new format in terms of an old format. We're switching back to just me talking about my thoughts. If you wanted the interviews, don't worry. They're going to be coming back in the future, but probably under a different project name. And I will talk more about that when the time comes. But let's jump into this week's topic. First is to find the problem here. So lately I've been streaming on Twitch. Uh, if you want to see that, go over to twitch.tv slash kjymiller. I don't really have a Twitch schedule. Uh, it's mostly me streaming code, writing documentation, hoping that someone will join me uh, and maybe rubber duck for me or at least help me answer some questions that I might have. But in that time, I kept running into this problem where I would be testing my documentation, which means I would be viewing it in a browser. But all of the viewers of the stream were just seeing the code. They weren't seeing the actual browser being rendered or vice versa. I might be focused on uh, making updates to the code and all of my viewers were left staring at a browser. So how do you fix that? Uh, well, a very, very complicated ways of fixing that is in fact what I tried to do. So the first thing that I tried to do was to toggle the visibility of the screen that I was working on. So basically every time I switched, it would go, it would get the state and it would switch it again. And I have a stream deck. Uh, stream decks are kind of the big deal, I guess, these days, but at the end of it, I wanted to figure out how I could hook uh, my stream deck into automatically switching based on what uh, screen I had open. Well, I played around with that for a little bit. That didn't really work. So moving on, what else could I possibly do? Uh, well, my next thought was to jump over to Keyboard Maestro, another amazing power tool in the world of automation. So, so basically I decided that I would use Keyboard Maestro to like grab the like state of the images every time I switched to see, okay, if it showed the lock open, then that meant that I wasn't active and then if I showed the lock closed that meant that it it was or not even the lock it was the eyeball see this is how complicated this process got I can't even explain it properly so <laughs> that didn't work what did I do in the end well that one was pretty simple actually so in the end 
all I did was assign hotkeys to different scenes, one that was just the browser, one that was just my coding terminal. And then I could quickly just flip back and forth using Keyboard Maestro. So if OBS was open, which is what I used for my streaming, and then I open Safari, then trigger the shortcut to open up, switch to OBS really quick, activate the hotkey, and then switch back into whatever window I wanted. So Safari or my terminal window. Uh, basically duplicate that for the other setting and then change the hotkey and then cancel all future macros uh, or all running macros at that point because one thing I forgot was if I keep jumping back to the original application, I'm gonna be in a loop and nobody wants to be in a loop, right? So, but that whole process took about 10 minutes to implement and it worked, it was easy and it, it didn't make my brain explode. So I wanted to ask what makes us want to jump from, you know, level one automation. Hey, when this thing happens, trigger a hotkey. Instead of going that route, the keep it simple route, why do we want to jump to finding the state of images to update and modify our code. I don't know, but I do it a lot and I want to figure out why, because it's annoying. But what did I learn from this? Uh, a couple of things. One, don't go looking for a reason to pull out the big guns. Like at the end of the day, I didn't need anything other than keyboard maestro and the settings menu in OBS. That was it. So I don't know why in my head I was like, come on, make all this magic happen. Uh, but I will often say in many cases, it's the simplest tool that gets the job done. And I'll talk about that in just a second a little bit more. But the other thing that I learned, and I will go into more detail in this in a future episode of The Pit Show, is sometimes you need the right solution for the problem at hand. And the topic for the uh, future episode would be like identifying the right problem and how you solve that. But in this case, I wanna talk mostly about the solution. The cool thing about how I implemented this solution is that I don't have to rely on Keyboard Maestro to get the same effect. If I would have gone with the crazy image recognition route, that only works if I have Keyboard Maestro installed, which means if I wanna share this tool with someone else, I have to assume that they have Keyboard Maestro installed. But now all I'm doing is auto-triggering a hotkey. That can be done with a plethora of tools. I can use Alfred for that. I can use LaunchBar for that. I can use, again, Keyboard Maestro. I could probably even use tools like Text Expander where you type a command in and it triggers the hotkey. I can use my Stream Deck, which was the tool that I wanted to use this whole time. So why would I not go with that simple solution that doesn't require that automated feature I mean, at the end of the day, I could have none of those tools, just open OBS and hit, you know, control shift two, which is what I set one of the scenes to. I could just do that. And it's so much easier. 
has a lower barrier to entry. If there's ever a problem with it, it's much easier to solve compared to weird state stuff. I don't have to worry about like the system glitching out. I don't have to worry about if an update's gonna brick <laughs> my automation. And most importantly, I can just focus on doing a good stream, which at the end of the day was the desired goal. So that was my solution. That was a solution to the problem. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. This is the first episode of 2021. Hope everybody's year has been going great. Again, welcome to everyone that's watching this on YouTube. If you like this, be sure to like, subscribe, do all those good things. Leave me a comment. Tell me about like one of the dumbest automations you made that over complicated a very simple problem to solve and what you wound up doing in the end. But that's going to do it for this week. I've been Jay Miller. This has been The Pit Show. Until next week, uh, I don't know, keep doing you, I guess. <laughs>